everyone. I'm Joel Yu. Thanks so much for tuning in to Expert Insights, where we talk with industry leaders across modern financial services to discuss leadership and innovation. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Super excited today to be joined by Patrick Hanley, our VP of Partner Ecosystems. And Patrick and I are going to download and give you our key takeaways from our attendance at the Dreamforce conference last week. And before we do that, um, Patrick, you had wanted to maybe ask me a little bit about our partnership into Salesforce and wanted to give you the opportunity to do that on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it, Joe. First and foremost, uh, thank you for having me on. And uh, thanks to our listeners. Super excited to share just what we learned and what we took away from Salesforce's largest conference in Dreamforce last week. But to that point, I think it's super important that people do understand why would Total Expert be wanting to partner with Salesforce? And just from your perspective, Joe, as kind of the mortgage expert, fintech leader, what do you think is in it for Total Expert to partner with Salesforce? You know, it's a great question. And I have been asked this a fair bit lately, and it was really simple. When we first started talking about it, it was really from the lens of how do we make the most impact for our customers? The big banks that we work with, the lenders that we work with, the insurance companies, how do we make the biggest impact for those organizations? And oftentimes, making the biggest impact isn't a one size versus another, isn't one technology versus another. It's looking at their particular scenario. And as an example, there's many of the organizations that we partner with that have really complex enterprise needs that Salesforce is uniquely positioned to solve for. And we are, at the same time, very uniquely positioned to solve some really important high-value use cases, kind of that last mile of functionality, right? So if you think about all of the compliance, the way that we enable the salespeople at the ground level with content, marketing, communication, sales capabilities, and the way Salesforce manages and enterprise systems in so many cases, particularly in the upmarket financial institutions. It was really about how do we come together and help the customer unlock more value. And what was cool and get into a little bit of some of the conversations we had at Dreamforce, and we met with a lot of the team from financial services at at Dreamforce and wanted to just say thank you to the, all of the folks from Salesforce that were so gracious and welcoming to us. That was really cool to see just their mindset. And what we started realizing, Patrick, and I expected this, but it really hit me this last week, is their open-mindedness around, hey, how do we solve the problems that the customers are dealing with today? Sure, we're going to have overlap in certain places, but there's a whole bunch of areas where they actually need both capabilities and we can be a one plus one equals five, kind of a, a force multiplier for those certain customers, right? And so it's really about that, man. And I think some of the customers, we've got two top five banks now that we work with that are both Salesforce plus total expert customers. And we're doing some really cool things. And the thing that drives me is ultimately just unlocking value and helping those customers win. And when we can come together and do that bigger and better together than individually, it makes a hell of a lot of sense, man. Yeah. The better together story is always what we're seeking out. And it really is about offering that best solution for our joint customers. So 100% agree with that. 
This was your first Dreamforce, was it not, Joe? It was, yeah. I've never been to San Francisco Dreamforce. And let me say, there's no other conference like it in the world that I've been to. You were right. Incredible experience, incredible energy that they put on a conference that I think is unmatched in terms of the scale and scope. And what was I found most enjoyable is the amount of conversations we were able to have with both customers, prospects, in addition to executives and team members at Salesforce, and as well as other ecosystem partners as well. And so I really enjoyed the entire experience, man. No question. Yeah, largest software show in the world. So definitely a good spot for Total Expert to be. I think it would be helpful, maybe the audience, you know, Salesforce obviously is doing so many interesting things technology-wise right now, many of which are relevant to us and what we do, and many are complementary to what we do and the problems we're trying to solve. But I think it would be helpful if we gave the audience some of our takeaways, and I'll maybe start with you, some of the takeaways that we took from the conference and share with the listeners. Yeah. I mean, there's three key things I would point out. AI. AI across everything, right? This was a reoccurring message that it didn't matter which session you were in, which conversation you're having, if you're Baboina Center or if you're in the local pub, like everybody was still talking about AI and how that was pervasive across everything. Um, Salesforce had a bunch of different announcements around it, but it was really around the story of data, AI, CRM, and trust. And Salesforce has done a tremendous job kind of leading with that just across the board. That was one of the most, probably my largest takeaway. Um, Next, I would say they've just continued to invest and they being Salesforce has just continued to invest in the financial services. Um, I mean, they've been in this space for 25 plus years. Um, They've eight years on financial services cloud. Like They just continue to show this technology and adapting it to the financial services customers to make that experience better. And it was just exciting to talk to some of the executives inside of Salesforce and hear about what's coming and again, how we can work with them to really deliver that true better together story. Yeah. I think what was interesting to me is just sheer magnitude of the impact that AI has the potential. And and I think it is a lot of the things that we were able to listen in on, there's a lot of really promising things that are happening now. But what was really exciting is kind of what's possible going forward, right? Uh, One of the takeaways that I had was the importance of the trust layer around the data, okay? So every executive, me included, every CEO is thinking through exactly how to leverage and bring value to our people and our customers with AI and Gen AI. Undeniably, you have to be doing things there. And I think the approach they're taking is the absolute approach I agree with, which is, look, it's not reasonable as an enterprise. And we cater to enterprise customers, financial services, obviously, which are heavily regulated, very much about privacy and trust. Of course, we talk about but they're really the way they have thought through how to protect customer data and not just feed it into these large language models at random and train those models. But it's really going to be about harnessing proprietary data sets inside of these businesses and then infusing AI capabilities into those proprietary data sets to produce insights and outcomes and additional benefits that would not have otherwise been possible, right? So that was really a key takeaway for me. 
and tying it across all the different clouds and then even into Slack and just like how it builds upon itself. But to your point, it's all coming from those trusted large language models that they've directed it from. So I think the thing that I found really cool also is Salesforce is not coming out and saying, hey, we're building the best in the world large language model. They have some great models of their own, I believe. But they had the awareness to realize that actually, you know, that's not necessarily always going to be the best fit for each individual customer. Those customers are maybe going to want to use some of the large language models that Salesforce offers, but they also might want to be able to swap in and out other models that they tune on their own, right? So their own proprietary models. So they've kind of set the foundation to say, hey, as a customer, and there's some ways that I think even Total Expert is planning to take advantage of this approach is you as an institution want to have real proprietary intellectual property value that you can create with your own data set. And the best way to do that is in taking some of the open source models, bringing them in-house, having your data segregated, and then being able to use your own models plus augment them with other very specific models, maybe for content or marketing messaging and things like that. And they've really thought about just that whole landscape. And I thought it was really, really well thought through. Yeah, I mean, AI is not new to Salesforce by any stretch of the imagination. They've been talking about it for 10 plus years. And that's why data is really the foundation of everything that they're doing there. But the way they've tied it all together now is really impressive. Yeah, maybe I want to just recap. I won't mention names for confidentiality that I don't think we have permission to mention some of these names, but some of the exact conversations we had with Salesforce that that I found pretty encouraging and exciting. You know, we've made a big investment in customer intelligence for our financial services customers, right? And these are, you know, really very specific data sets that we have procured, both some we have internally that are able to provide insights into a consumer's financial journey where they're at in in their various milestones, right? And I was like excited about some of the leadership team at Salesforce was about the potential of taking Total Experts customer intelligence and also utilizing it inside of Salesforce. And so I feel like maybe give me your perspective because I know we're doing ongoing improvements to our Salesforce app, but I know that's been getting some traction. And maybe give me your thoughts and feedback on the potential that we see with customer intelligence inside Salesforce. Yeah. I mean, what we're doing today, so Total Expert for Salesforce lives on the Salesforce App Exchange. Our most recent version, bi-directional communication um, that came out in April earlier this year, and that includes customer intelligence. So We have customer intelligence already built into that integration. So we're adding that value today. And to your point, Joe, some of these conversations that we had with the executives at Salesforce at the show, you could see the light bulb go on. Like they really got it and they understand the value that we add today, um, even with it just being credit at this very moment. But then we started talking about the roadmap and like what's coming with customer intelligence. And you start talking about life events. And it was just like, that was where like the energy just kept growing because that can tie into financial services cloud in a way that like is going to be game changing for our joint customers. Yeah. And I think the bullseye for me and correct me if I'm wrong or if I misinterpreted anything, but Salesforce financial services cloud has these icons inside of it that are for life events, right? Consumer milestones. And one of the things that we are heavily invested in we brought some of it to market. We're bringing the rest of it to market here in the coming months 
is the ability to automatically and dynamically populate those life events with the customer intelligence sources that we have. And Lightbulb for me was when I started asking, hey, how are most of the customers using Financial Services Cloud today kind of populating those different life events? And what came back to me, both from customers and Salesforce, is like, well, it's actually a lot of times they're having to do it manually. And it was super exciting to hear that we were going to be able to add some value there for a lot of customers that are really thinking through how do we, you know, the moments that matter in somebody's financial journey, how do we make sure we're offering the right products? And the best way to do that is ultimately not just rely on if the customer tells you they're getting married or getting divorced, but actually having intent data flowing into those fields. And if I'm interpreting that correctly, I think that's probably some of the biggest potential I see there. Yeah, 100%. And I think you knocked the nail on the head there with your takeaway. Um, The number of time those fields are getting updated manually, I think is a huge miss. And that's where the opportunity really is that we're bringing. And so, I mean, I'm super excited about it, but it was cool to see the reaction from the Salesforce executives that we are talking to get excited about it as well. Yeah. And I just, I love the mentality of the flexibility, what I kind of call this growth mindset. It wasn't like, you know, hey, no, that's too close to what we do. It was like, what's the best way to add a ton of value for this particular bank, this particular lender? And the conversations were focused there and they immediately got those use cases. So yeah, I came away really encouraged by the potential there. Well, I think that's actually a good segue into what Salesforce has built right, with their whole ecosystem. So you talk about the App Exchange and everything that they have there. And App Exchange was created back in 2005. So this has been something that they've been thinking about as, hey, we can't serve all of our customers on our own. And we need to rely on partners to be able to offer that true better together solution, um, which is best for the customers. And so They've been thinking about this for a long time, but it's grown to the point now where there's 150,000 different customers that are using Salesforce, 7,000 different partners or solutions that are live inside that app exchange, and 400 of which are in the financial services space. So limitless extensibility, limitless optionality on solving really important use cases that are high value use cases. And from our lens, right, those are use cases that don't make sense for Salesforce. You know, as an example, it, it's not going to make sense for Salesforce to develop, you know, these customer intelligence insights, the marketing and the sales enablement capabilities for a home equity scenario, right? Like they're not going to go to that last mile. That's where we live. We live that last right. mile every day. And so purpose I think that, built for it. yeah, purpose built, right? And so the app exchange for me, what was super clear and, and those are all kinds of products in there, but I think the ones that really do well, and I think we're exceptionally well positioned there really solve these very specific problems. And the customer gets the benefit of not having to custom develop lots of these things. You know, we heard from some of the customers, I talked to an insurance prospect and a banking customer, and they were like, yeah, technically we could custom dev a bunch of these things, but that's awesome that we don't have to. Like you guys did that work. We can focus those resources on other high value things that are, you know, more proprietary for their organizations. And then they can get out of the gate really quickly, fast time to value. Instead of spending months doing the development of that integration between Total Expert and Salesforce, they can just get it off the shelf with the App Exchange solution and 
yeah, it's a huge value add. And then obviously we're maintaining it, but we're continuing to develop and iterate on it, right? We've got a roadmap that we're working directly with Salesforce on how we can make that better for our joint customers going forward. So Patrick, one of the conversations I want to expand on a little bit that we had with leadership team at Salesforce is kind of how they are focusing working with these institutions, in some cases, our mutual customers, where their focus is versus where our focus is. And I think it would be helpful for our audience to understand that. Maybe walk us through kind of your interpretation of that. Yeah, I break it down into two different elements. I think of it as the back office, which is like, what's the foundational technology that's being used behind the scenes? And then the front line and how that, and this really ties into that last mile story that we have. Uh, Let me interrupt you for a second. When you say the front line, you're talking about the humans out in the market that are dealing with consumers one-to-one, face-to-face, right? Yeah, 100%. So I'm an organization, I've got branches, local distributed agents, loan officers, advisors all over the country, and I need to enable them. That's what you mean by kind of front of the house, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so Salesforce is focus and we saw several demos around it. And I mean, this is their bread and butter is that back office operation, right? When we talked about the data, the AI, the CRM, the trust, like that's all going in that back office. But our bread and butter at Total Expert has always been that the front line, those distributed workers. And it was clear in the conversations and the demos, like this is why we really do have that better together story is that those two different groups. Yeah. I mean, I look at it like this. It's like, right, you've got all the AI and all the technology in the world, but the power of human connection, the power of a highly qualified professional being able to give advice to that consumer in the moments that matter, like that's still really important to a lot of these businesses. And then that's where we play, right? Is that, you know, kind of human to human customer engagement, communication, educating them with content and marketing collateral, things like that in those moments that matter. And, you know, partnering and pairing that with all of that back office orchestration, the data and whatnot that happens there, it really combines for a real powerful story. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that, again, it just like, it clicked for, I think, some of the individuals in the room from the total expert side on some of these conversations, but definitely on the Salesforce side, that completes that story. Yeah, man, exciting stuff. And thanks for the invite to go out. We're the one that pinged me here a month ago and said, hey, man, let's go to Dreamforce. And I said, okay, I'm super glad you did, buddy. So thanks for the invite. And you know, thanks for all of the awesome takeaways. I agree 100% that the future has never been more exciting. And some of these things are going to be a lot of fun to go out and see develop over this next couple of quarters. Yeah, thanks for coming out. It was a fun week. And San Francisco looked good and the weather was perfect. It and did. There was yeah. a lot of great conversations. So good energy there for sure. All right. Well, let's keep the momentum going, Patrick. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, man. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.